Before we get started, we just wanted to read a quick disclaimer. First and foremost, this is a comedy slash true crime podcast. We are a few guys who like to laugh and crack jokes. We understand the nature of the topic is very disheartening and grim, but our aim here is to bring to light these real-life situations so you, the listener, can be more aware of your surroundings and hopefully laugh alongside with us. We will not make jokes about the victims or the families impacted by the unfortunate situations, but we will make jokes about the perpetrator or anywhere we see fit. If you don't believe people should be joking about this subject, or if you are expecting a more serious retelling of the event, or if you do not like commentary and banter on the subject, then this is not the podcast for you. Hey, welcome back, everybody. This is Bloodthirsty Times, and yeah. mi nombre es Octavio. Y yo soy Guillermo. Guillermo Guillermo. Sí, por supuesto. on today's episode uh we are going to talk about our first cryptid so uh sharpen those claws and join us in these bloodthirsty times serial killers do on a small scale what governments do on a large one they are a product of the times and these are bloodthirsty times It's always so good. Yeah, that makes it good for you this time? Oh, so good. But Richard, we sent him back to piano school, <laughs> and he came back sharp as ever. Yeah, I you think he did a good job. I think he uh, he learned a thing or two. Yeah, he's, he's bringing us the quality that we need here on Bloodthirsty Times. We have the money. <laughs> we, we have, have the, the resources. We have the technology. We have the resources. To make the six million dollar man. That being Richard. Richard, if you could give us a little taste. Yeah. Mmm. Smooth. Oh, so smooth. He must have went to school in the forties or something, hanging out in one of those smoke-filled lounges. Yeah, we managed to uh, hire Danny, the drummer. And Veronica, the violinist. Violin play. <laughs> uh, you didn't have to tell me what you're doing. Here. Yeah, I know. Yeah. A, a silly goose like that. <clears throat> In any case, um, have you ever owned a cat as a pet? No, I. Uh, well, I, I no, I haven't. But my okay. oldest kid is allergic to cats, so can't do it anyway. Oh, okay. Even when you're uh, no, yeah, I don't. I'm not a cappers. I've had many, many puppers. No gatos. No, my brother does, but no, I don't. Oh, okay. Um, I was never a cat person when I lived uh, with my buddy for I don't know, f- fucking five years probably. Yeah. <clears throat> we adopted uh, some some kitties, and um, they love laser pointers. Yeah. Right, you've seen all these viral videos. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. yeah, and uh, I want to bring up a story that takes place in Wisconsin because mm-hmm. yeah, people have to be fucking bored in Wisconsin. <laughs> not e- not even just because of pandemic, just because it's Wisconsin. No, just because you're <laughs> goddamn Wisconsin, and it's got to be boring as all heck. 
And uh, so, you know, a couple friends were having to uh, get together. This guy comes over with a gun. The gun happens to have a laser pointer on it. Oh, nice. And so this idiot decides, hey, I'm going to use a laser pointer on the gun, this pistola, to make the cat chase a laser. And then proceeds to shoot her friend in the thigh with the gun because it was loaded. So he was trying to get the cat to attack the thigh, but ended up attacking her with the bullet. Mm, no, she was just using the laser pointer to... I know, but if it was pointed at her thigh, then she was trying to get the cat to attack the thigh. No, no, so imagine this. She is sitting on the couch. Mm-hmm. The dude's standing in a doorway. Mm-hmm. She's just using the laser pointer and, like, shooting it all over, like, the mm-hmm. the apartment that they're in. Yeah, yeah. And then apparently accidentally pulls the fucking trigger and shoots this dude straight in the thigh. Nice. So top it off, he was a pro Lee. Shouldn't have even been in possession of a firearm, and so they took his ass back to jail. Oh, with, good. With the, with the tourniquet on his leg. <laughs> Jesus. Oh man. People are, just people are stupid. Yeah, there's just what it's what it, what it is. I don't know, man. You know, when I had the cats, I'm like, hey, let me let me go get my Glock with my <laughs> laser pointer on it, and I'm gonna use that to fucking make my cat play. The only laser pointer in the house. Yeah. Though. I'm like, oh, yeah. You got to do what you got to do sometimes. Like the Glock has the laser pointer. That's what we're going to use. You know, I was actually, I'm glad that the dude got shot in the leg. And I thought you were going to tell me the cat got shot in accident. No, no, no. No, no this, we can't, we can't have that. This isn't Boondock Saints, okay? <laughs> if you haven't seen Boondock Saints, a cat gets blown to smithereens while they're drunk and he smacks a table and a pistol goes off and it blows this <laughs> dude's girlfriend's cat into pieces against the wall. It's a pretty awesome. It is uh, gnarly. Gnarly. It's it's funny as fuck. Get your fucking rope then. <laughs> All right, Rumble. Get your fucking rope. Keep talking about a rope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Oh uh, yeah, was... I'm just I'm really glad that the dude got shot. Well, I'm not glad the dude got shot. Comparatively to the cats, I would prefer he get shot. So yes, I'd rather you know. a human get shot than a fucking animal. I know. Why is that? Why do we care more about animals than people? Is it... <sighs> animals do don't it's... judge us, right? Animals inherently are kind, and they just want love and affection, and people are assholes, so. Yeah. And, I mean, and granted, this is, dude was a proly. He was a felon, so he did some pretty nasty Yeah, we don't know what he did, but acts. to be a felon has to be somewhat serious. Yeah, do something bad. Mm-hmm. Well, and, I just, uh, uh, yeah, is yeah. it all animals you think that we care about? I mean, I don't like snakes and spiders and stuff, but still, they are animals. Uh, I prefer warm-blooded. Yeah. I mean, I think that's just because of, like, caveman days where we see something slithering or, or something we don't understand and it scares us. And we see something with fur and we can snuggle it and get warm. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. So I think that just comes from that. I don't think it's really much else. No, it's just the, the primal instinct of... If it has scales, it's nasty. If it has fur, cuddly. Yeah. I mean, I do love my dog, though. Almost too much. Like, if that's possible. I, I love yeah. my dog. I don't know. Yeah. Do you love your dog more than your wife? Don't answer that. She listens. <laughs> you, that, was a lo- that was a loaded you question. You want to get me in trouble, I'm, right? Like- I'm sorry. That was a loaded question. <laughs> Emily, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to... Uh, she, you don't have to tell. She knows. She, she will tell you. 
that she to, doesn't compare. I ain't trying to cause no shit up in here. <laughs> but yeah, that, that was my little uh, banter story. Yeah, and it kind of it kind of goes into what we're talking about today with animals. Well, it goes a lot into what we're doing, where we care about what happens to animals, because the cryptid we're talking about today is uh, attacking smaller animals, right? So yep. it's, you know. Perfect segue. Yeah. So are you ready? Ready. Thank you, Richard. I really enjoyed that new piano music. It's I love relaxing. It. it feels like I'm in a lounge and there's a woman with a red dress smoking one of those long cigars mm-hmm. or cigarettes, you know, off the sticks. You know what I'm yeah, talking yeah. about? Yeah. Yeah. With those so, long ass filters. Like the, yeah, the long ass filters, exactly. The Corella DeVille. Just sitting on a piano. <laughs> yeah, on top of it. <laughs> she's, while sitting, Richard's... she's sitting, yeah, well, she's sitting at the piano Richard's playing, Richard's playing <laughs> on top of like, it. Damn, Richard, you're really pulling it, huh? He's, he's shirtless with only a tie on. Yeah, he knows how to pull that game. What's up, dude? <laughs> All right, so let's get into this. Yay. So today we will be talking about El Chupacabra. The Chupa. The Chupa Chups. We will discuss um, where his story originated and what he's capable of. And, you know, growing up in a Mexican household, I remember my mom would loudly listen to the news in Spanish. And there was a show that I'm sure only a handful of our listeners are aware of. And that show is called Primer Impacto. Oh, I know Primer Impacto. First Impact in English. So Primer Impacto has got to be the scariest new show to ever exist. And it, it is at least partially responsible for making Latino parents at least uh, like everywhere terrified of everything. And they were a huge part of uh, the satanic panic. And uh, because of them, you know, a lot of news stories circulated that maybe weren't exactly true when it came to the satanic stuff. And, um, and they also, everything teens or kids did was because El Diablo told them to. Like they were one of those news stations where they kind of fear mongered a lot. So like rock music, Pokemon, video games, comic books, Harry Potter, all of it demonic, according <laughs> to Primer Impacto. Actually, you know what? You know what? Let me let me just play a quick clip of Primer Impacto and just listen to like the tone of voice, especially when the guy, uh, the narrator, the guy starts talking. Just listen to the intensity Ooh. of the way he's telling the story. All right. And so even if you can't understand it, you can definitely hear how intense it was. You will be afraid. You'll be afraid. Here we go. La muerte de varios animales tiene en vilo a una comunidad en El Salvador. Como nos cuenta Ernesto Rivas, nuestras cámaras lograron registrar la terrible mordida que sufrió una ternerita que unido a las descripciones del extraño agresor hacen creer y dicen mucho que el chupacabras ha regresado. Mira la historia. Llegó de repente como una pesadilla, matando ganado y sembrando el miedo en este caserío fronterizo con Guatemala. Aquí en el rancho una vez yo vi un animal parecido como un murciélago grande y gato, pero tengo unos brincos como de aquí que el palmo. Roberto no sale de su asombro al describir la bestia que atacó a su ternera. Está bien extraño porque yo jamás en mi vida ha visto algo como esto. Lo que le extraña es la mordida, grande, certera y sin sangre. Puede que, que haya sido el yeah that so, music was intense yeah the one that there's <laughs> like this yeah. like bass and that's it and then the guy's voice like just real like announced yeah. yeah so that was a sample of my childhood uh when my mom was watching the news like all of their news stories were that intense 
And uh, if you don't speak Spanish and you're wondering what they were saying, it's a new story out of El Salvador where a man found one of his calves with a strange bite and claims he saw a large black creature that looked like a cross between a big old bat and a cat, and it was hopping away. So huh? he's, yeah, that's what he saw. Bat, cat, kangaroo? Yes. Yeah, actually, okay. yeah, that's considering the kangaroo story. Yeah, that's pretty accurate to what the descriptions have always been. Oh, okay. So yeah, that's uh, that intense story was just uh, a calf with strange bite marks, and then they claim they saw a creature. So it was a chupacabra. Yeah, it probably was. Who yeah. knows? Anyway, to tell this story, we have to go all the way back to the very beginning, all the way back to when this monster was roaming the lands, all the way back to the 1995s. Oh, shit. That, that's that's right. Five. I was five. That, that's right. This story originated in 1995. The legend of the chupacabra started way back in 1995 dude we were definitely alive and very recent like i thought when you think of like cryptids and creatures uh you definitely think of you know back in the day where the dinosaurs roamed these creatures were around and now they're just remnants of you know that that past still hiding somewhere right no no, this was uh about 20 years (laughs) ago yeah it's 25 26 years ago 26 years ago Yep, so Chupacabra is 26 years old, and it started out in the town of Canovanas, Puerto Rico. See, this is another thing. I didn't know that the Chupacabra was Puerto Rican. I, I guess maybe just being Mexican and arrogant, I thought that it was a Mexican thing. Like, I don't know. I no. never, I didn't know it was Puerto Rican until a couple years ago. That was uh, the other kind of Mexican, Puerto Rican. No. <laughs> no, you can stop. No? Okay. <laughs> yeah, no. No, thank you. <laughs> Yeah, don't do that again. What? <laughs> we don't don't call Puerto Ricans Mexicans. Don't call Mexicans Puerto Ricans. We're not the oh, same. Sorry. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, dude. Seriously, like uh, they, a lot of people do that. Like they do that with Chinese people too. If you're some kind of Asian, you're Chinese. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Even though there's Japanese, Korean, you know, other kind of stuff. But people do the same thing with Latin people. Everyone is Mexican. No, there's, you know, El Salvadorian, Guatemalan, Puerto Rican, all kinds <clears throat> I of I mean, people. it was a joke. No, no. I'm, yeah, I know it's a joke. I'm not. I'm just saying people do that. And it's, yeah, oh, yeah. No, for it's sure. Serious. People do it seriously. And that's what if I'm saying. Anyone, if anyone speaks Spanish, they're like, oh, you're Mexican. You're Mexican. Yeah. What? No. no, I know you were joking. I, I'm just I'm, saying. I'm like, from Spain, you ignorant bastard. <laughs> well, you can tell someone. It's like someone from England and someone from America is not going to be confused. Clearly, that's an English accent. And just it's almost like the Spanish accent is the same as an English accent, just more uppity. Yeah. It's strange. Anyways, yeah. little tangent there. Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, it's you're really. I was just kidding with you. Like, it's. Uh, I know that you were joking. Um, yeah. It's just people actually do that, and it's just dumb. Yeah. The 2021 dog, get with it. Yeah, don't be ignorant, bro. Yeah, fool. How do I get through to these kids? Anyway, <laughs> let's start the story. Let's go. In the spring of 1995, in a small town in Puerto Rico. A couple thousand small animals were found with two small puncture holes on either the neck or abdomen. They were also found to have been drained of all their blood. To make this even scarier, the locals who found the dead animals say there were no footprints of any kind leading up to or in the enclosure. Whatever the creature was, it left the carcass behind and had not eaten any of the meat of the animal, which is super weird, almost like 
the animal just killed just to kill. They had no clue what kind of animal or creature could be responsible, and the attacks continued every night for four months. Whatever this creature was, didn't care what kind of livestock he was killing, despite El Chupacabra's literally translating to Goat Sucker. And also, does this music sound familiar to you? No. No? Should I no. know what this music is? What? Yeah, yeah, you probably should. We, we played this game. Um, damn it. We played it? Mm hmm. This is a game. Recently? Soundtrack, yeah. Oh, uh, the, 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 the new Rainbow Six one? <laughs> no, this is, uh. Damn it. No, you know it. I'm not going to tell you. Come on now. You'll figure it out. Okay. So, anyways. Until finally, one day in late August, just five months after the attacks on the animals started, a woman named Madeline Tolentino was outside her home hanging her laundry on a clothesline. When she looked up towards the tree line, and she claimed she had seen a large lizard-like creature that stood on two legs and had huge claws. The creature had large spikes protruding out of its back, and it seemed to be staring back at Madeline with glowing red eyes. She screamed for her husband, but the creature had fucked off back to wherever it came from. He claims that the creature didn't run away, though, and she says that it actually hopped away like some kind of fucking fucked up kangaroo. I don't know. Some scaly kangaroo. Yeah. It probably Wait. hopped It probably hopped back down to its home below the surface because, you know, the earth is hollow and shit. Oh, yeah. There's nothing down there. Well, there's chupacabras now. I just well, put them yeah, down there. Yeah. There's no uh, earth's core or magma. It's just all chupacabras. You didn't know. Now you know. <laughs> now you know. The Earth's not flat, and it's full of chupacabras. That's true. This Earth isn't flat, but it is full of chupacabras. Is this? This isn't Death Stranding, is it? No, sir. Damn it! What is it? Anyway, this encounter was real enough for Madeline to go to the local paper and tell her story. And when the papers ran it, the legend of El Chupacabra was born. <laughs> this actually sparked a lot of random sightings of the newly discovered creature. Like, like all over the place. And in the spring of 1996, two brothers were in their backyard when they saw a creature hunched over the corpse of a dead goat. They described the creature almost exactly like Madeline had. They said the beast was about four feet tall with scaly skin, like some kind of giant lizard with giant eyes like chicken eggs, and long fangs. But this time, they said the spikes on his back were multicolored, like lit up in different colors. With all these sightings, uh, reports of the creature, and claims that it sucks the blood of all kinds of livestock, a local comedian actually named it El Chupacabra because it was funny. Like, he thought it was funny to call something a goat sucker. Like, that's the only reason it's called that, because a comedian thought it was funny to say goat sucker. I mean, that is pretty funny. No, yeah, I agree. To call an, uh, a creature a goat sucker? Like, yeah. yeah. Hey, you freaking pinche chupacabra. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, it'd be it's probably it's Puerto Rico, so it says Conyo Chipacabra. Conyo? Yeah. Uh, anyways, so uh, this sentiment actually was, it's kind of spread throughout the island. This kind of like fanciful making fun of it almost, like turning it into a, a gag. And uh, even though people were afraid to lose their livestock, it didn't stop like entrepreneurs and other people taking advantage of the situation from making chupacabra super souvenirs like shirts and hats and all kinds of other trinkets with the image of the chupacabra yeah why not take advantage of it yeah is it so, the division no it's among what us you... that's among us that's among us, that's among us. Oh, it was okay. 
it's uh, royalty free, so we get to use it. Well, hell yeah. And I did not recognize that at all because yeah. I haven't played Among Us in it's been a, a hot minute. It's been a year at least since we played that. Yeah. Yeah. But good on you for uh, using it. Yeah, it was intense, right? Yeah, it works. <laughs> works real well. Yeah. So, yeah, people took this like the comedian sentiment. And like I said, people's livestock were dying. That was a fact. People were losing animals. But they were also like, hey, I'm Chupacabra. Come yeah. visit us and see see the Chupacabra. Come buy a shirt from me. Hey, you know. Yeah. Yeah. They, they were. Yeah. They were. People were making a bunch of money on it, though, on the tourism aspect of it and stuff. So, like I said, while some of the citizens were no doubt making a ton of money off this cryptid, like like the people in the Northwest with their Bigfoot tracks, you know, they sell plasters of Bigfoot's foot. I don't yeah. know if you've ever seen that. And then people of Point Pleasant, West Virginia, who made their town the tourist trap for those crazy enough to hunt for the Mothman. It's the same thing. They just turned their town into a money-making scheme. Yeah, whatever folklore type of animals in that area, they're like, oh, we're going to make money off it. <laughs> yep, pretty much. So People love that shit. People love that they re- shit. I mean, I love that shit. I mean, I want to go to these places and see the Mothman statue that's there. But uh, there were others who were genuinely afraid of El Chupacabra and pleaded with the mayor, whose name is Jose Ramon Soto, but was known by his nickname, Kimo Jones. So Mayor Kimo Jones, who knew elections were coming up and pretty much ran on the platform of being the man who's doing something about El Chupacabra. Well, in late October, before Halloween... He and about 200 people took off into the forest to track down this monster. He believed the creature to be evil, and he literally carried around a giant cross, like a six-foot cross <laughs> oh, shit. with him. And he, like, the picture of him that I saw, he literally looks like almost like someone from, like, a Resident Evil game or something like that. Like, he's on the back of a truck, and he has this giant cross, and he has, like, this outfit on with, like, a big old hat. And he literally looks like the villain of some kind of like Resident Evil or, or Silent Hill type video game. So it's is real. it the, the bigger the cross, the more uh, religious power that comes the, with oh, it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Everyone knows that. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, but it, it's I'll post a picture. It's wild, dude. Like he has a giant cross. And then along with his giant cross, just like in the classic masterpiece we all like to call Jurassic Park, he had put a goat in a cage and put him out as bait. But instead of finding water ripples in his cup that symbolized chaos theory, Mayor Kimo found a whole bunch of nothing. Oh, you don't say. <laughs> yeah, I do. That's the thing I do say. He found nothing. Oh. He just took all these 200 people and himself and his giant cross, searched the, it's called El Yunque, which is just translates to the forest. And um, it's uh, nothing. Nothing was there. They've, and the thing is, they don't have, Puerto Rico doesn't have uh, a lot of large predators like at all they have a lot of livestock and a lot of smaller animals mm-hmm. mongoose and stuff like that but they don't have large predators so there's really nothing that like there's no like jaguar that could have been confused you know they're black and in color so they couldn't be like oh that's just a large cat or something that they saw i th- yeah i mean <clears throat> it's on an island so to get large predators on an island yeah. somewhat difficult yeah, I mean, they, they, there's nothing that they could be afraid of in that aspect. So they were just, they found nothing of that could be responsible for the attacks. Do they um, mention why they called him Chemo Jones? 
I'm sure they did. I just it wasn't important to me. Oh, okay. that was just a funny nickname. That seems like such a random name. I think uh, the Jones was like Indiana Jones. The chemo, maybe he needed chemo. I don't know. I really don't know. But I'm pretty sure because I'll show you the picture. He has like an Indiana Jones style hat, like a white brim hat. Oh, okay. So they're so making I'm a riff on I'm, him being a freaking. Yeah, I think that's it. But he, the yeah. thing is, this dude who ran on this platform of fuck the chupacabra won several times because Just of this platform. Because of, because of the platform of yeah. chupacabra? Yeah. And, and like I said, the. Uh, these reports that were coming out, um, this was in a is in 95, 96, all, all the way up until now. We still hear reports of it. But the thing about this is um, I saw an article. I forgot what it's called. Uh, I think it was a Washington Post article. I, I don't really remember. But it said that if this had happened in the mid 80s instead of the mid 90s, people would know about El Chupacabra. But it wouldn't be the sensation that it is today because mid 90s was when the Internet was born Ooh, yeah, you know what i mean like right. the, the real like bloggers and stuff came up during that time so there was a lot of people pushing this on the internet even before what we call social media was happening there was bloggers and vloggers and stuff like that they were pushing this out there and, and and talking in chat boards and forums about you know this cryptid that no one can explain so i think the article said like if it had ten, just 10 years earlier or even five years earlier people would know that this existed however it would not be the phenomenon that it is today yeah, it'd be more of the like underground. Yeah, like the chupacabra. The what? I'm sorry. The what now? Oh, you don't Everyone, know about the chupacabra? Everyone's heard of the fucking chupacabra. Yeah. So yeah, this is it. Just kind of hit that sweet spot of coming up on the internet, and then all these stories coming out at the same time, and people perpetuating with their merch and whatnot. So it just kind of hit just the right time to become a, a big old story. Mm-hmm. So at the same time, uh, there were also a few other attacks on animals. But then there was a few attacks on people, which is fucking terrifying. Um, they claim that they something swooped in on them and attacked them. It didn't really damage them. It just kind of like almost like a shark nipping at you. You know what I mean? So it, it would like come swoop by you, but then it wouldn't really do anything. So yeah, it would just you, nibble on your ear and fly away. <laughs> yeah, the sweet nothings. Yeah, just whisper sweet nothings as it flew by. Yeah, he just flies in like <laughs> I'm the chupacabra. <laughs> just flies off. How do you know it's a chupacabra? Well, see, he kind of whispered it. Into see, the my... thing is, he has a he has a laptop and he hides underneath the earth and he reads all your blogs. He does. Oh, they call me the chupacabra. But uh, like I said, overall, <laughs> the, the, this is what I'm saying. Overall, the people of Puerto Rico have a pretty good sense of humor. And aside from a few songs, they have uh, a drink called El Chupacabra. And if you wanted to make it yourself, you'll need one ounce of white tequila. Of course. One ounce Pims, number one. Three quarters ounce of fresh squeezed lemon juice. Three quarter ounce of simple syrup. A dash of bitters. A quarter ounce of whatever the fuck Sinar is. And a splash of soda water. And two slices of cucumbers garnish. It sounds complicated to make, but it doesn't sound terrible. I'd drink it. There's no blood? I think it's a red color. I there's think it ends a, up. They don't put a quarter ounce of goat blood in there. Come on, you guys <laughs> missed out on a big opportunity to make the freaking goat sucker a good drink when you add goat's blood. I think they wanted to make money off of it. I well, think they're more worried about worried about the money aspect than uh, the joke aspect of it. Well, I wouldn't buy a drink with goat's blood in it. You wouldn't? No, sir. If you were in Puerto Rico and they're like, "Hey, this is the El Chupacara. Hey, come to Puerto Rico where you can have goat's blood in your drink, eh? Yeah, I'd be like, sure, slide it my way. Is there alcohol in it? 
I'll drink it. Let's go. <laughs> Just a shot. Like, fuck it. Yeah, fuck Down it. the hatch. Yeah. Yeah. So people in the area, like I said, they, the thing is animals were dying, but they were just like, hey, there's a crazy creature. Come see it. There's a bat cat kangaroo thing <laughs> yeah. jumping around, whispering in your ear. With multicolored spikes on its back. Yeah. So uh, Puerto Rico may be where the legend of El Chupacabra started, but it's not the only place to famously be invaded by the beast. Many sightings have been reported and even been shot dead in the state of Tejas. And Will is going to tell us all about the Chupacabra from Tejas. Hell yeah, I am. Texas. Hit Um, it. Do it. Smash that play button. Five minutes before six. No, that's not the right one. That's not the right one. I don't think it's on here, dude. Well, that is unfortunate. That is very unfortunate. I'm really sorry about that. But the stars at night are big and bright. Deep in the heart of Texas. <clears throat> yeah, I have the Pee Wee Herman thing going. It's okay. Yeah, dude. It's because okay. we had to restart. Yeah, no, it's fine. I forgive you. Everyone will understand the Pee Wee Herman reference. Yeah, hopefully. But now I'm in Texas. And I'm here at the local. We're talking about the Chupacabra. Now, I'm, I'm sorry. The what? The, the what? what? What word did you say? The Chupacabra? <laughs> now... This is exactly why we need to build that dang wall. We got some damn chupacabra up in here eating our cattle and our chickens and sucking the blood out of it. And it sounds like goddamn illegal. But in all seriousness, how did this chupacabra legend start in Texas? The first reported sightings of this mysterious creature were around 1996, kind of like the same time frame as Puerto Rico. <laughs> And since 2006, legends of the blood-sucking monster have been a staple of rural life throughout the central part of the state. And with the continued findings of carcasses, drained of blood, and reported sightings of the chupacabra, the locals kept the folklore alive. Texas had been called a chupacabra factory. <laughs> I can use chupacabra every yeah, time. You say it every time. <laughs> every time. Chupacabra. Uh, by Ben Radford who was a researcher with the Center for Skeptical Inquiry and also was the author of Tracking the Chupacabra. There have been numerous documented reports of people capturing this elusive creature as well. You know, before we get to that, this, mm-hmm. here we go. The stars at night are big and bright. Thank you. Oh, it sounds like a Mickey Mouse with you. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, this is. Uh, oh man, I, I love that. I love that fucking clip. It's so funny. But anyways, this is, this is a report, right? Yep. Yeah, a report okay. of someone that actually uh, captured the chupacabra. Here we go. Five minutes before six, a woman in Texas says she's found the legendary chupacabra oh. and has the evidence to prove it. Oh. Jackie Stock says her husband caught the mysterious creature Sunday night. There he is. He has a hairless back, large claws and teeth that some say fit the image of the chupacabra. Biologist Brent Ortego is not convinced. He believes the animal is nothing more than a small dog with mange. <laughs> 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 Someone can find out what he is. Five minutes before six, a woman in 
in Texas says she's found the legendary yeah. chupacabra. Yeah. Chupacabra. Yeah. That was waiting did, for her to say chupacabra because I really like the way she said it. You can tell she's that's a white reporter. <laughs> uh, they found the legendary uh, what they call the chupacabra. <laughs> Looks like a dog with mange. Do <laughs> <laughs> that rich person laugh? Yeah. Like the Jeff Bezos laugh? Yeah. But, if you watch, like, look at that clip because it's pretty ridiculous looking. It looks like a somewhat large chihuahua. Yeah. Um, the the crazy thing is the uh, the claws, their paws, because mm -hmm. they're not dog paws. They look like raccoon hands. Oh, they, they have it. thumbs on it. Yeah, like it's gripping the top of the cage like a fucking raccoon. Oh, so it looks like a mix between a dog and a raccoon. It's really weird. I didn't see that news clip, so I gotta watch it. <clears throat> yeah, watch it. It looks, I mean, it would a hairless raccoon with a large snout. Like it, it's, it's really weird. Yeah, something, something got fucked up there in Texas, and <laughs> <laughs> something got mutated for sure. Yeah, Drank something food. a raccoon mounted a chihuahua, and now we got the chupacabra <laughs> loose in, in Tejas. Um, you know, let's. Uh, but, Richard went to school. Let's see if he. Oh, Set yeah. the mood a little bit for this, Richard. What do you got? Yeah. The you know story than... takes place in Tejas. Yeah, do you know more than the piano? Richard, if you will. Take it away. Ooh. Ooh, twangy. Yeah, he's got the twang. Let's go, Richard. So, <clears throat> June of 2007, Phyllis Canyon saw the infamous Chupacabra slinking through her pasture in south central texas in broad daylight it wasn't at night this wasn't some creepy thing broad daylight saw this thing freaking running across her pasture and she described it as a hairless canine figure with blue gray flesh and bony limbs and claims that the chupacabra was the culprit for her recently found mutilated chickens who had their throats torn open and drained of blood now this chicken mutilation continued to happen on her ranch and so she set up some hunter cameras hoping to get a glimpse of the creature still no luck so she reached out to her fellow ranchers said give me a holler if you see this dang chupacabra <laughs> and about a month later she got that phone call a neighbor had seen the creature and it had been hit by a car near his property so she went investigating and started looking at the creature like this looks like the thing that ran across my pasture and at the same time she got another phone call another creature had been found this time it was a lot closer to her property and she would drive back over to her property find the creature's body load it into her tractor and start taking pictures of it at the ranch cannon would say We've done documentaries on National Geographic now, History Channel, Discovery, Animal Planet. We've done about 13 shows overseas. We've done about 60 documentaries in the States. Everybody wants to know more about the Chupacabra. That dang Chupacabra, man. And a few years later, man claimed that <clears throat> I'm going to go with the Texas accent. This oh, you're going to do the time. whole thing? Yeah, whole thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it, I like do it. it. Do it. <clears throat> Yeah, a few years later, a man claimed he shot and killed a chupacabra on his property. 
after hearing some long wailing howls that night for over a gosh dang year. Couldn't get no damn sleep. <laughs> now his name was Doug Ort. And his family, they were at their Victoria County Ranch when they heard that god-awful howling again. Yeehaw! My, my grandson ran outside and, and shot him from about, I'd say, a good 240 yards out. It's mangy looking and it's got long hair on the back and hair on its legs. Now Doug's wife Lucy reported. My grandkids said, oh, that's a chupacabra. Again, dang chupacabra's taking over our goddamn state. Good old state of Texas. Gotta build a wall around that chupacabra. Now, gotta build that wall higher, is what I say. Now, all these reported sightings, people claiming to have captured the chupacabra, seem to describe it in the same fashion. <clears throat> it's like some mangy coyote. And all the chupacabra carcasses. Been... <laughs> what did you say? What? The chupacabra what? Carcasses. <laughs> the way you... the chupacabra carcasses. Carcasses. Now, <clears throat> they've all been subject to uh, DNA testing and such. You know, I get my diabetes testing supplies at the same place they do these DNA testing sites. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brentford, ah, oh, man, I love that guy. And the results have been uh, the same. Just some mangy, sickly coyote. Ki the coyotes. Yeah, some coyote or dog, but <sighs> Canyon, this freaking chick, she disagrees, man. She doesn't want to come to the truth. She doesn't think the answer is that simple. Now, when questioned what she thinks it may be, she doesn't quite know. She speculates that it could be a hybrid with some old Mexican wolf or some sort of escapee from some dog breeder in the area. But there's one thing she's certain on. It's not just some normal mangy coyote. But she does admit, though, it could be some rare sort of coyote. Naturally hairless probably living underground and very fond of blood which could also describe me <laughs> see i told you they live underground <laughs> i knew it the earth said, is hollow don't be dumb full look it up it's all full of chupacabras yep. now these chupacabra fanatics fixate on the creature's thirst for blood and point to all the carcasses that had been found throughout central tejas that were drained of blood now in forensic science there's a thing called lividity, or blood pooling, normal speak. And when a person or animal dies, that blood starts to pool in the body at its lowest point. So, if you died laying face up, all your blood would pool to your back, obviously. And I say that to say this. The blood had been sucked from the livestock because they didn't show any signs of lividity. Now, despite all of that, the carcasses have been labeled chupacabras. They don't have the physical ability to suck blood. And according to this fucking vampire expert, Mr. Ben Radford, he says the actual vampires... <clears throat> they, they have structures in their mouths and digestive systems that would allow them to suck blood and digest it without injuring them. Heck. <laughs> yeah. 
That was that was a real sentence said by a real fucking person, but <laughs> I digress. He really said that, which is crazy. We'll talk about him a little bit later. No, he's a fucking nutbag. <laughs> so real vampires, huh? Yeah, no. Real vampires. <laughs> okay. So is the Chupacabra real? Is there really a blood-sucking dog or spiky bat creature killing livestock and only leaving behind two puncture wounds and nothing else? That's up to you, but theories of what is actually going on range from perfectly explainable to fucking outright wild. Just yeah, crazy batshit. On the opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah. So in the realm of perfectly explainable... The list of culprits go from mongoose is mongoose eye Mon- plural mongoose is it mongoose uh, okay mongooses yeah Mong- <laughs> mongoose mongoose okay so the culprits <laughs> go from mongoose yeah the mongoose ma- mangy dogs to racist monkeys racist monkeys not racist monkeys oh. racist monkeys and not like racist puffs racist puffs no like R-H-E-S-U-S, the type of monkey. Oh. So while none of those really make sense, it doesn't mean that it's not possible. Because you see, even though rhesus monkeys are not native to Puerto Rico, they were brought there for experiments by the U.S. government. And what? Oh, I was going to say that doesn't surprise me. No, nothing surprised you anymore. Yeah, we're going to bring these racist monkeys over to Puerto Rico and do tests on them. <laughs> Let me guess. It came from Texas? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Ooh, this next sentence yeah. is going to need me to calm down for a second. Well, bring these racist monkeys over to build a damn wall. Around all of Puerto Rico. Okay, and just like coronavirus in Wuhan, the labs weren't that great at keeping the monkeys captive. So a couple dozen got out and created a whole bunch more. <laughs> yeah, continue. Rhesus monkeys aren't known to kill livestock because even though they are omnivores, they eat mostly plants and insects and sometimes birds' eggs, but definitely not goats and chickens. See, <laughs> they are racist. <laughs> Is that what you're waiting for the whole time? I just, yeah, I read that. I'm like, this is perfect. So I can hear you asking yourself, but maybe since they escape from a lab, they are mutated or experimental monkeys. But to that, I say, I have no fucking clue. Like Kevin Garnett, anything is possible. So, you know, are they mutated monkeys? That's one possibility. Do you think, uh, think that's a possibility, Will? If you watch the that news clip. Mm-hmm. You could be like, yeah, yeah. It could be, could be a mutated monkey. It could be a goddamn mutated racist monkey. I would never have known. <laughs> um, that's how the world ends: mutated racist monkeys. Yeah. So the next one, it could also be bats, and this one I kind of, I kind of like this one a bit because, in the reports, they say there were no footprints, and to me, logically. That means whatever it was could have swooped in, landed on its prey to prevent it from escaping, and then bit the animal's neck and sucked its blood because, you know, vampires. I want to suck your blood. 
Uh, it's, it's sort of vampire would say. Um, <clears throat> no, that that one see, seems a little more logical because there are a thing, and I don't know if you say it called vampire bat. Yeah, I do. I go into it a little bit. Yeah, but uh, it would have to be a big ass freaking bat, though. Yeah, that's the thing. Though, think uh, vampire bats don't get but a couple inches across wingspan. Not yeah, very big at all. Yeah. Um, and I'll talk about it a little bit later, but the, the vampire bats are, they do sustain themselves on blood, but like what the people are claiming to have seen in the tree lines and whatever, this creepy kangaroo legged creature mm-hmm. with spikes on his back that you would never see a tiny bat and think that's a four foot creature. But maybe it was the uh, Shakaka. Well, see, that's, that's what's get into that. See, it's not entirely impossible, though, uh, that this is what's going on. Uh, I mean, the world's biggest bat, the flying fox, the flying fox has a six foot wingspan. Holy now, shit. that that's scary all by itself. But flying foxes are fruit bats. But that doesn't mean there can't be some monster hybrid of a flying fox and a vampire bat. Which, like I said, is the vampire bat's the only bat in the world that can live off of drinking blood from its victims. Mm-hmm. But can you imagine a six-foot blood-drinking bat? I think is we that, would have been dominated by now. I feel like it, if those were real, people is, wouldn't be alive. Is that anymore. what uh, is that what Shakaka is? No, that's just a white uh, or a, a white or they called it a golden fox or something like that. Oh. I forgot what bat that was, but yeah, it's much bigger than that. Shikaka is, is kind of small compared to this because this thing has a six foot wingspan. It's taller than me. I'm only five foot eight. But my Tinder profile says five foot ten, so shh, don't tell anyone. Does it also say you have luscious locks? Uh, yes. <laughs> but also <laughs> says I am Bruce Willis's doppelganger. Oh, okay. And actually, I do all of his stunts, but. Does it, does it say you're a doctor? I am also a doctor, yes. You're also a doctor, yeah. So it's important <laughs> to note that uh, most likely, like you said, um, the animals were not, in fact, drained of all blood. They only thought that because no blood was found around the dead animal, like coming out of the wounds or anything. So they just assumed all the blood was gone. But this could all yet be another mutated animal attack, like a species we just have never seen before. Like who knows what this could be? Like maybe they were, maybe they weren't mistaken and they did have all their blood sucked out. Or maybe like you're saying, it's just lividity. Yeah. Which, which I think it is, you know, uh, whatever it was possibly moved the animal after death or whatever. So it just Mm. didn't look like it Mm -hmm. pulled the blood. It regardless, it is still weird how they are attacked. And that's the part that I keep going back to. Like, We'll get into a little bit later, but it's just, okay. it's far-fetched, but it's still happening, if you know what I mean. Like, it's, the reasoning is logical at some point, but no one has come up with that reasoning. Anyways, the next... Yeah, there's still mysterious deaths when it comes to livestock, and they're like, we're trying to figure it out, but we're just going to say it's the chupacabra. Chupacabra. So, as far as the Tejas chupacabra uh, goes, it's been proven, proven that most samples they have caught are some type of dog or coyote, most likely suffering from mange, except there was one sample that they turned in, which turned out to be some kind of coyote-wolf hybrid. It had DNA from both genomes. So, so it was a pretty much never-before-seen animal. <clears throat> that, was that, a des- could exp- that, that was a that, desperate wolf. That, yeah. <laughs> 
what was the coyote who who was the aggressor? <laughs> yeah, like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> but like that could explain the smaller stature of a coyote with the big old paws, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, plus the longer snout. It has like an abnormally abnormally long snout it does. from pictures I've seen. So and then the teeth are pretty large. So it, this like this has been proven though that it is a coyote wolf hybrid. We it, we don't know that it's you know anything supernatural or cryptid wise, but that's still have, pretty interesting. Yeah, they have proof that there was they, they found the DNA and it could be a mix of these two animals, coyote and a wolf. Just, I mean, we have ligers. Yeah, that's true. Uh, what would you call a coyote wolf hybrid? A w- wyote? <laughs> a colf. Colf. <laughs> Colf. <laughs> I like it. We'll run with it. <clears throat> um, Chupacabra so, is a colf. There's also, um, because of the way it looks with the grayish blue tint of skin and the hairlessness of it, mm-hmm. um, they could also be a breed of Mexican dog known as the Cholo Itzquintle, which what? is the Cholo Itzquintle. Cholo Itzquintle. Uh-huh. Which which is a naturally hairless breed. Uh, kind of looks a lot like the pictures of the chupacabra that were caught, um, like in the cages and stuff. Is that like in Tejas? Is that uh, like Mayan? Aztec. Aztec. Yeah. Oh man, I was it was fifty fifty. I was gonna say yeah. either it's fucking Aztec or Mayan. And- well, I, you should have gone Aztec because it's a Mexican dog. <sighs> oh yeah, mines are fucking uh, uh, Peruvian. Peruvian. Damn it, mm. I'm an idiot. Well, yeah. it's okay. We can edit that out. We won't. Um, we can uh, edit that out. So, no, oh yeah. No. So it's an Aztec, right? It's from the Aztecs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> See, perfect. You got it right. You got it right on the first try. That's crazy. Yeah, dude. I I know my history. I know my my geography. Definitely yep. as as Aztecan. Yep. So uh, the Cholo, actually, a lot of people call it a Cholo because the X uh, makes a CH sound. I, I've always yeah, I've always called it the Cholo, uh, but it's the Cholo. Um. Anyways, the Cholo is basically Anubis looking. Um, and it's kind of the same as Anubis of Egyptian culture in that it, the Sholo Squintle is charged with making sure the dead make it to the afterlife. So they ferry the dead people to the afterlife. And that was their job. Oh, the ferryman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you can, you can find an example of uh, a Sholo in the hit Pixar movie Coco. The dog Dante is the breed Sholo Squintle. Oh, never saw the movie. It's really good. It made me cry. It makes me still cry every time I see it. I know oh, is that the happen. one? Uh, he, he plays the guitar. The guitar. Yeah, he plays guitar. He goes to the afterlife. But yeah, the. Sorry, we're talking about chupacabras, and I'm just spanglishing the shit out of this episode. <laughs> yes, makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So I, yeah, if you look at it. if you look up the Sholo in Queensland, you look up a picture of what they caught in Tejas. You're like, oh, that looks a lot like the same thing. Mm-hmm. So it's possible that could be what it is. Yeah, and they just and... because Americans don't really know what a Sholo is. They'd be like, oh, look at that chupacabra, you know. Yeah. It's, and, a, it's a regular dog breed. And Texas borders Mexico. Oh, we, yeah. I didn't I didn't he, know that. That's true. If, if you told me you found a fucking cholo in Wisconsin, we're like, hold hold. Yeah, hold there's, the cho- there's cholos hold the, all over Tejas. Yeah. Hold the <laughs> phone. There's a cholo in Wisconsin? <laughs> Were they using a laser pointer on a gun? <laughs> Was he sagging his pants? Yeah. Did he but, have a uh, lowrider? Actually, the the Sholo was almost extinct because it's it's th- this breed of dog is thousands of years old and it's just made it through 
and it was almost extinct, but somehow Frida Kahlo, she had a Sholo and because of her popularity, other people wanted a Sholo and they brought the breed back from extinction. Uh, free. Oh, is that the chick with the well, unibrow? Yeah, Salma yeah, yeah, yeah. plays her in the movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. The I, famous I painter. I recognize, yeah, I know I recognize it. Yeah, I know I recognize. I couldn't tell you if she was a painter or an artist. I just recognize the the name and the unibrow. That's all <laughs> I got. Yeah, I'm in she's cultured also, swine. She's also in the movie Coco. Okay, well, I'm in cultured swine, as everyone knows. So let's continue. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, finally. And definitely not least, by far the most wild theory is that the Chupacabra is actually aliens. And they landed what? in El Yunque Forest in Puerto Rico. That's right. Chupacabras are aliens. Think about those glowing spikes on their back and those glowing red eyes and the weird stance that it has, you know. But they don't have the light bulb shaped head. You how do you know? You don't know what an alien looks like. It could be a different planet alien. You don't know. Did they say ET phone home? Then they're not an alien. I don't know what to tell you, bro. <laughs> Those are the rules. I don't make them up. Yeah, yeah. Those are the rules. It's got to look like a light bulb, and they have to say ET phone home. And they have to know Yoda. That's about it. Pretty so, simple rules. Yeah, these are pretty simple rules. Okay, so uh, here's the thing. The year before El Chupacabra was first sighted, there had been, like in ni- late 1994, there had been numerous, like a lot of sightings of UFOs all around Puerto Rico, the whole island. And um, there was even a super famous instance of a alien craft hovering above the local radio station tower. And hundreds of people saw this. Like this is was in newspapers. This was known to happen. And, you know, this had been happening for months leading up to it. So when their animals started missing, they weren't sure what was going on. And then five months later, after the animals started going missing, someone claims to have seen this alien-like creature. Like, it kind of is coincidence, Mm -hmm. you know? Was it a coincidence? Uh, I don't think so. Drawing a line between two dots is what they're doing. Yeah, they're just putting it together. Two plus two is four. Yeah. Until it equals five, and you're like, hold on a second. Well, aliens can make it involved. Yeah, aliens can make it equal five. You're right. Yeah. They take that, they take the math down to the hollow earth, and then they turn it into five. That's why we're just measly peasant humans. We're just. I digress. (laughs) Again, I digress a lot. Yeah. I talk about dumb dumb shit. If it's not funny, whatever. You guys can think I'm an idiot. Sorry. Can I? Can I? You can. You most certainly can. You okay. have to deal with me more than anyone else. So that's true. That's very true. Yeah. So okay. Um, I found this. I found this article. Right. I was just googling chupacabra alien, and this came up. Okay. I don't. I don't know the credentials of this person. I don't know what they did to find this information. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Don't come at me. I just thought it was a funny article. Write us an email. Very yeah. strongly worded email. This is a, according to this article I found on Princeton.edu, the website, Princeton.edu. Okay. Must be a smart person. See, I don't know. <laughs> you, you tell me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have you read a paragraph from that article. 
Okay. Okay. So according to this Princeton.edu website, El Chupacabra most definitely is an alien species. And the American government has actually caught two of these elusive creatures and are just refusing to tell us about it. Really? Yeah. So uh, the article claims that the bite marks that the chupacabra, the whatever this creature is, alien, whatever, the bite marks it leaves behind is enough proof of this. And this is Will's gonna Will is gonna read word for word what this guy wrote in this uh, Princeton.edu article. Here we go. Take it away. Wait, do you want do you want the creepy Among Us music? Piece? <clears throat> oh yeah, you can do that. Okay. Yeah, I would like that. Or you can do the uh, the country music. Either way. <laughs> I'm going to go Creepster. I'll take either one. Are you ready? And yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to have a... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll go for it. Okay. Now, the animals have been found with small, perfect circular holes, about quarter inch to half inch in diameter, arranged in pairs of triangular fashion. Now, these penetrate deep into the neck, lower jaws of the victims now dr carlos soto qualified veterinarian states the wounds have regular patterns in many of the cases into the head of the animal it's a hole penetrating through the right jawbone muscle and tissue and straight into the brain more specifically directly to the cerebellum puncturing it and causing instant death to the animal this regular type of wound and the path followed by whatever intrudes into the body indicates premeditation and also intelligence of great interest the attack reveals a type of euthanasia technique for this method prevents the attacked animal from suffering they these are a kind folk i don't know i went texas you going back straight texas it's okay this too revealed intelligence. Officials, the research fails to explain the following. If a dog or any known animal predator bites to kill a victim, it must first exert pressure on both sides of the head, neck, or body. Now, in the Chupacabras case files, no trauma, abrasion, scratches, bites, or pressure have been observed by the examiners on the opposite side of the wound. And as such... It becomes obvious we are not dealing with any ordinary predator or carnivore species known to science. The wounds may be similar in appearance to bites inflicted by dogs or baboons. Baboons are fucking ruthless. Yeah, they are. <clears throat> I just watched a, a, a docuseries on baboons attacking lions. This is what you choose to watch? Yeah, it's on YouTube. Uh, it's pretty interesting. Uh, okay. I digress. Due to them being round and small the teeth but that similarity ends there government officers veterinarians who have followed the quote-unquote official line or policy statements have often refused to reveal data about the wounds they conveniently ignore the fact that whatever penetrates the animal giggity is at least <laughs> three or four inches long giggity, giggity. <laughs> <And> <laughs> that's so funny and in, mo and in few cases, has been known to cauterize the wall of the wound. That's fucking nuts. Yeah. I'm reading this for the first time. To cauterize 
it's got to be hot. Yep. So hot. Uh, it, apparently to prevent excessive blood loss. No known animal species on Earth can do this. Obviously. You have to have super hot teeth. Yeah, or they have to be on fire or a lightsaber. Or, yeah, or you got to be a surgeon. <laughs> yeah. And some of the wounds of this type appear on the sides and belly of the victim. And this penetration usually cuts through the stomach all the way down to the liver, apparently removing sections of the organ and absorbing liquid from it. Such actions would require an incision of up to five inches. Giggity. Giggity. A fact verified during necropsies performed on the animals. And the triangular wounds have been noted to enter the body and also hit the liver. Yeah, so for all that to happen, they have to be super long teeth. And that's just crazy. I mean, they have been, the reports do say that the creatures have these four long fangs, right? Mm -hmm. Two at the top, two at the bottom, and they kind of protrude out the mouth. But does this guy know something that we don't? Does this guy have access to apparently information that the commoner like me and you would not know no the government's hiding it bro yeah i just don't know what makes him write this like i i couldn't find his, any credentials to his i mean i didn't try hard i just thought the article was if you look at this this page it is uh it's not done professionally is all i can say it's very if you've ever been to a ufo uh website it's got like black background with like green or bright yellow letters. Yeah. This, this doesn't necessarily have that, but it has two like rows, vertical lines of black with skulls overlaying over the information. And all the, the, the fonts in comic sans. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So <laughs> it's definitely not. If you write in comic sans, you are not professional, sir. You're not from Princeton. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, if it, Take that as you will. Is that guy telling the truth? But uh, to add to the alien, remember that guy, Benjamin Radford? Will, do you remember that guy? Oh, the vampire guy. The vampire guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he believes there's actual vampires living among us. Real vampires, yes. Yeah, and they have digestive systems that uh, can uh, suck blood and digest it, and they can live off of it. But, you know. Yeah. Who's to question him? Not me. Not Not me. I'm not questioning No, Mm, no way, no how. Well, Benjamin Radford, he went ham on trying to find the truth behind whatever the creature is and decided to start at the very beginning. So he went to the original original source of the legend of the Chupacabra, Madeline Tolentino. So the thing is, Benjamin had noticed that the original drawing based on the description of El Chupacabra looked eerily similar to a movie that had come out just a few months before Madeline saw the creature. And that movie was called Species. Have you seen it? No. It's from 1995. Um, I forget who's in it, but it's it's an alien movie. Okay. I'll post, we'll post a picture of the alien from Species just to jog your memory if you have seen it. If not, I'll show it to you for the first time. So, Madeline, well, Madeline admitted that she had seen the movie And then a few days or maybe a few weeks later, she saw the creature. And it just so happened to look identical. So Ben Kingsley's in that movie. Oh, 
Who's the, is it? Who's the main alien? Is it Natasha Henstridge? Oh. I don't know which one is Michelle Pfeiffer in. She's in an alien movie. Oh man, I don't know. Okay. Anyways, Forrest Whitaker's in that movie. Oh my god, How have I not seen this? Sorry. <laughs> Are you looking at the picture of the alien? <clears throat> Look up the picture of the alien. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Uh, I, 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 it just blows my mind that this probably looks like a pretty garbage movie, mm-hmm. and there's some big names in it. It was 1985. I mean, practical yeah. and special effects. So, yeah, I mean, oh, this is species three. Yeah, it, it, it I could see the, the, the resemblance. Right. Yeah. The, the spikes on the spine going down and then the weird mm-hmm. eyes and shape of the head. Yep. Yeah. So, like I said, Madeline had admitted to seeing the movie a few days or I don't know if it's a few weeks. I couldn't really narrow it down. It's different sources say different stuff. Recent, recently. Yeah. So in recent memory, enough to think about it and maybe it affected her in a way that it just stuck with her. Maybe she, it actually scared her. Who knows? But um, when she saw the creature, maybe she saw just a regular dog or a regular, maybe a Reese's monkey. And, uh, and she just imagined the rest of it because of the movie. So maybe she just projected yeah. the image of the species alien onto a regular animal. That and that's, that's how the whole thing started though. That's what's crazy is her, her, what's that word I'm looking for? um envision no the uh her encounter her uh eyewitness testimony that's what i was looking for her eyewitness testimony that she saw this creature sparked all of this and you had to think that hard to come up with eyewitness testimony i thought you were thinking of like a a complicated word i I don't know no it's okay it's early you can think i'm dumb no you're not dumb well no i want you to think it okay thank you anyways yeah, eyewitness testimony. It's just crazy to think that possibly her imagination sparked this whole fucking thing, dude. This whole thing. Because if, imagine if we hadn't had the word chupacabra, uh, the Tehans, what would they call it? Well, it was just a, a mangy <clears throat> dog, I think. Oh, mangy coyote. Yeah, they would have just called it a mangy call coyote. It. Yeah. Yeah, it would not be the chupacabra um, at all. No. So it's just, you but know. The human, the human brain does really weird things. Yeah, like I'll, I'll just true. yeah, like it'll be late at night, and I'll go downstairs to take a pee and grab some water, and I'll be like, "Dude, there's definitely a ghost behind me." Okay, are you imagining that, or do you have a sixth sense? Um, probably imagining it because mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of horror movies and it terrifies mm-hmm. the shit out of me. But it's the you, same. It's the same principle, right? I could. But you can't like, be sure. You can't no, be sure. No, but I can look out a window and be like, "Dude, there's gonna be someone looking right back at me." But that's my brain. What if you're right though? If I'm right, yeah. What if you're right? I I would probably have a heart attack on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> it's that it's the same thing of no matter what, dude. There's nothing I can do about it, especially at 3 a.m. when I can't even see straight. Going to getting ready for work. When I open the curtain to the bathroom or the shower, there's gonna be someone there. Yeah. I don't know what I'm gonna do about it, but I always check it. Mm-hmm. And the one time I'm gonna be right, dude. <laughs> yeah. You'll be like, damn it! I wish I hadn't checked it. I know. I know if I didn't check it, it just wouldn't be there. Yeah. I wouldn't have seen it. I would have brushed my teeth and got the fuck out of there. Yeah. So it's the same al- thing. I would still be alive. But yeah, it's the same thing. Like you see the the dog running across the field and like, damn, that mangy mutt, but oh, it looks like that animal from series. The alien yeah. species. Oh, sorry, species not series. 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 Sorry. <laughs> Again, I haven't seen the damn movie, okay? No, it's so funny though. 
From species. From series. From series. No, not the alien from series. <laughs> no. <laughs> not that one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Your your brain likes to play tricks on you and it your mind races and you tend to see things that probably weren't there. Yeah. So But uh the Chupacabra along with all the fun souvenirs there's actually like a chupacabra awareness month a, a and what? Uh, a chupacabra awareness month to bring awareness to all the chupacabras that have died mm-hmm. just be safe yeah. out there yeah be, a be, memorial be... to the chupacabras and that we should let them live as a species because yeah. they're almost extinct yeah be be mindful of the chupacabras living in the hollow earth just just know that they're there and respect that they're creatures just like you okay yeah so whether or not whether or not you believe in El Chupacabra is entirely up to you. But the thing that still gets me is the fact remains that livestock in Puerto Rico and Tejas and really all over the Americas, going from South America all the way up to Maine, these animals are dying, mysteriously, some of them. And the same holes are being left on all the victims. So whether or not the what you envision as a chupacabra is real. What is happening to these livestock? Like what is killing all those animals? Or is it aliens, mangy dogs? Like what? Is it a never before seen cryptid that isn't even a chupacabra? Like that's what you understand what I'm saying. Like that's what gets me. These animals are in fact dying. What is killing them? That is true. Mysterious circumstances regarding deaths of livestock. Yeah. And they really, no one has an answer for it. Cause like, like I said, even if it's not true, the people who find it believe that they are drained of blood and that there are, there is no animal or human footprints around the carcasses left behind. And what's even strange to me is the fact that it leaves a carcass behind. If it's a predator, why is it leaving any part of an animal behind? If it's killing cause it's hungry, like most animals do, why is there an entire carcass and just like a bite mark or a slight chunk of meat missing? Yeah, they don't devour the the entire body and it just, oh, they just drained it of blood? What? Yeah, that's really strange to me. Like, this is why I wanted to talk about this, really, because growing up with the legend of Chupacabra, I've always heard about it. I always kind of knew it was just like a legend, like a scary, like boogeyman type of thing. But then when I was looking into it, there are animals dying and there are mysterious circumstances around them. Like, mm-hmm. What? So, like, no... But no matter what you believe, the legend of El Chupacabra lives on. I had to throw that in. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making it really awkward today, like on purpose. Thank you. <laughs> Just, Thank you. Yeah. Thank you sorry about that. Awkward. Yeah, thanks for making it awkward. You're welcome. Well, Chupacabra lives on Tejas as well. Oh man, we should have gotten a clip of uh, I remember the Alamo. Yeah, we should have got that. (laughs) I don't remember. I don't remember my name. What do you remember? I remember the Alamo. (laughs) (laughs) That should have been how we ended it. Yeah, we ended it. Yeah. Well, but yeah, so that was uh, the story of El Chupacabra and uh, your choice to believe it's real or not. But. 
Uh, is it an yeah? Is it just a regular mutated animal? A regular animal? An alien? A big bat? Is it a colf? Is it a colf? I, I, well, now it's a colf for sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's not for a sure. chupacabra anymore. It's a colf. No, it's a Mexican colf. <laughs> it's, it's a cholo colf. Yeah, or a racist monkey. Who knows? <laughs> it's a racist monkey. So yeah, you got anything to add to this? Nope. <laughs> good. I'm good, dude. All right. Well, until next time. Well, you know what to do. Hit us up on. Uh, don't be afraid to comment on stuff or leave us. Tell us we're dumb. You know, yeah. interact with us on social media. Uh, leave us emails at bloodthirstypod at gmail.com. Um, leave us voice messages at uh, anchor.fm and tell us what you think. And uh, keep listening. More to come. Yeah, next week is a murder. 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 Murder, murder, murder. <laughs> All right. Love Bye. you.